Hi and welcome to our first episode of the NBA playoff season on the Ballers Bay NBA podcast. We will talk about the first week of the NBA playoffs and discuss how some legendary players fell short of their expectations. Stick around as we speak to a very special guest and friend of the show, Hall of Famer super fan Nav Bhatia, who talks about his recent induction into the Basketball Hall of Fame and his journey getting there. But before that, let's listen to what Ashwin has in store for us. Fate of the universe on the line. I want Iguodala. Kevin Durant. You know who I am. Way down to Playoff week one done. Week two has officially begun. Live or live is the question which mostly gets us undone. Social media almost got cancelled this week, but we keep crushing our goals and show that defeat is for the week. On the Aztec Balls NBA podcast, your favorite NBA podcast in an Indian accent. We are back on the pod after week one as ended of the NBA playoffs. We had a lot of fun on our live sessions, but there's a bit of old world charm and slowness on the pod that frankly I've missed. This week in the association, fans were thrown out of arenas faster than internet rights in India. The young brigade of the NBA showed up and how. And Yanis got reminded that 10 seconds is 10 seconds. Speaking of violations, I've got with me as always someone who has not violated a single lockdown rule. Someone who has chosen a life of passive violence. And someone whose idea dinner dinner is steak, beauty and a violin. My co-host Vinit Devaya. Vinit, what is up? How is your week in Croatia been? It has been excellent. Uh, I had a great vacation. I mean, I wouldn't say, yeah, great vacation last week. Uh, and now I'm back to, again, another beautiful place where I stay with Dubrovnik. And yeah, it's, it's brilliant, man. European summers are the most beautiful thing, I think, in the world. European summers. June, July, August. It's <laughs> someday, someday. I mean, yeah. someday. Yeah. yeah. It's not that far. Europe is right here. It's right. Have you ever had a dinner when violin has been playing behind you? Like, is that I have, something I, I have, just pulled I, out of my I ass? Think, I think I had steak. I'm not very sure. Uh, I think I had steak, but uh, maybe pasta. I don't remember. But yeah, I, I've had uh, I've had several times. Um, you violins know, just viol- playing yeah. behind well, you. When I mean violins, <laughs> I mean, you know, like a band, Some musical instrument. Some music, yeah. But usually involves a violin like usually it's like jazz stuff involves violin there was this uh, a very nice place in bangalore which uh, used to have friday uh, jazz nights it was oh. in whitefield it's called windmill oh. craftworks like one of my favorite yes uh, yes, yes yes yeah, very nice you know windmill craftworks yes 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 i said behind uh, alpinic only in that area yeah i know i used to still, uh, you know i used to stay in alpinic yeah Alpine. exactly yeah. that's why right. <laughs> i mean when i said uh, when you said yes yes i was like he might know because, you know, you're right. And that is the fanciest place that I've been to because they have a nice brewery, obviously, like the best beer in Bangalore. And they have this nice library and it just feels like, you know, ah, wow, what a it's, culture. It, it's a very, very well done place. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very yeah. global. The aesthetic is very nice. The music is not too loud. You can have a conversation. Yeah. And, and it's uh, also not yeah. that expensive. Ah, yeah. It is expensive, but not that expensive. Not expensive. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I had my first big birthday blowout. On that place. Three of us went and the bill came out to 8k. But we had a lot of... Uh, alcohol. Alcohol. That's why it happened. But <laughs> they had this amazing pork ribs. Also, German style pork ribs. Which... Oh, okay, okay. We're going to stop talking about that. Because I'm, I'll get sad. Because I've been eating just home food for the past month. Hey, you know. I, I wish I could get some home food, man. Home food is good. But uh, like I, I miss uh, beer and some pork ribs sometimes. You can't hate a man for that. 
Are you are you allowed to get some alcohol during the lockdown or alcohol ban? No, no, no. Everything is it's all it's a, they, all the shops are only closed. You only have essentials, and I I don't know why they've classified this as a non-essential. In Kerala, it is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Kerala, there's this huge there's this undercurrent of like people want alcohol to be banned in the state. Like they want alcohol to not be like they want it to become a dry state. I'm not even kidding. Like it's even though thing. all the stories that you probably heard. Even though the all the stories you've heard of is you know Malus can drink out of the, like a fish and you know drink till the sun rises and all those other things, but there's a lot of uh, like it's very strictly controlled. Like it's not like Karnataka where you know private players can enter the uh, alcohol selling business in Kerala. It's all state controlled. Right? State so, controlled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the problem with with that is just the quality of alcohol is bad. You know, it's like yeah. the, the cheap stuff and which which kills which literally kills people and. And uh, is easy. No, to no. It's, it's, I mean, I meant the even the branded stuff, right? The IMFL, I Indian Made Foreign Liquor. The, that those are also very, very tightly controlled by the state government. Like they sell it, and they sell it at. Uh, the, there's a hundred percent tax on it, so it, it's, it's very that. That's why we go when we go to Bangalore, we are like, oh my god, beer is sixty five rupees. That's crazy. I'll I'll take hundred of these. This is a problem. This is a different problem though, for a different pot. Okay, <laughs> beneath playoffs have started. We've been talking so much that I. There's a little bit of you know Stockholm syndrome that Stockholm is happening. Syndrome. Yeah, yeah. We have been talking a lot of basketball, a lot of basketball every right? single day. And if yeah, the yeah. people on the podcast are not aware, we have a daily Instagram live right after the games at 10:30 a.m. IST. <laughs> okay, so NBA playoffs have started. We have a, a playoff which does not have Steph Curry. It's sad, but I mean that. I'll get to what I'm asking, but uh, you know all these 16 teams have made it. Uh, we had the plane tournament and. All these fun activities. Uh, so now I'll get to the question, which is <laughs> Steph Curry. Fans all over the world. Uh, India may also like more more than normal amount of fans, uh, and it's uh, somehow most of the Steph Curry fans are haters of LeBron James. They keep saying that you know Steph Curry is greater than LeBron in the whole scheme of things and all that. My question, basically, the first question is: Steph Curry didn't make the playoffs this season. Uh, with a less, not a shitty team, but a not a great team, and in the Western Conference, right? So, what do you think it uh, like changes his position in the pantheon of greats, or or like what is your opinion? I, I'll tell, give you my opinion. So, I think you know Steph Curry is the second most important player of this last decade, uh, 2010, the 2010 decade. Uh, so, I definitely think that you know his stature of uh, has not really gone down, but it has not gone up. So, you know, he, I think when all is said and done of this era, you'll have the three, the the top four guys, you know, uh, LeBron, Kawhi, KD and Steph. They're going to go somewhere in the top 25 somewhere. And LeBron is already in the top three. You know, you can, whatever you can mission match them. So, now the question is within the other three, which is Kawhi has two championships, KD has two, Steph has three. Uh, they they'll they'll fall somewhere there. It, uh, it'll be between them. It yeah, will be between them. The, and then James yeah. Harden must kind of sneak in somewhere if he wins a championship with the Nets. Um, so I don't think he's necessarily gone below. I think he was already above KD and Kawhi for me, and he's still there, uh, but he hasn't like pushed into the top 10 for me or the top 15 for me. I, I think uh, sadly you've uh, stolen my words once again. It's that it didn't put him down, but 
if he had made it to the playoffs and you know like got something then that would have been like my god wow uh, because he he tried everything like he did everything that he could have he hit the threes he uh, passed the ball in the right places he he did everything steph curry does and we were sure that you know this year would be breakout uh, scoring wise because who there's no one to pass the ball to like he Probably. has to do everything and even if he passes them the ball and Damon will be like i am oh, take it again <laughs> I am so proud that we had that take before the season started like one of the few absolutely correct predictions that we had we said 50 points per game but he was like when 32 33 is okay which is you know understandable 32, yeah yeah uh, i i think it's a little ridiculous to say that he has uh, reached lebron status because i no, don't no, think no, that's no. true uh, all time may, may, maybe in this uh, this era right like after let's say 2010 onwards whatever because lebron is the head honcho there like he's the main main man there correct uh, before that we had kobe era before that shaq <coughs> maybe Duncan. jordan <coughs> before that no 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 there's there's a, there's when, a culture, was, when was the there's kobe a culture, era there's a culture there's a cultural aspect to it okay, also like cul- when you're talking about culture yes but there was no domination by any of the kobe teams there was like a three year domination and that's it with the shaq team and then after that no but that shaq team is not a kobe team shaq kobe's team was 2000- shaq, okay you're talking you're talking about i'm i'm talking about 2008 9 and 10 yeah so three finals yeah. finals all the time yeah ah three consecutive years so so uh, spurs dominated for what 2003 4 5 6 7 all four they lost 5 uh, they won 6 they lost yeah, 7 2008 uh, kobe lost finals yeah exactly but he lost the finals as in that was Uh, for me it it is like very very thing that you know you have to reach well, no you have to like do it in consecutive years that is that means that ah we uh, not only navigated the season but we did it with the with a similar sort of team and you know made it across to the other end that is just my thing that's, that's why i'm saying this is nobody think team dagger is not a great nobody is nobody nobody no, i have to bring it up great, i have to bring it up is my point i mean you I can't just say you can't just say team, kobe era shaq era and just sit to forget team duncan era I'm just there saying, is no Tim Duncan era. That's what I'm trying to I tell you. I just told you this. There is no Tim Duncan era. The Tim Duncan era is 2004 to 2007. The Shaq era was from 2000 to 2004. 2004 to 2007 is Tim Duncan. 2008 to 2010 was Kobe. 2010 onwards was Mr. Uh, LeBron. Till 2015. 2015 to 2019 was Curry. Anyway, so what I'm saying is uh, basically that he didn't elevate himself. but he his stature is you know still the same it didn't feel like he disappeared in the crucial moments he tried everything that he could have he uh, he just came up against a team which put everyone on him they were like we will we, we dare the warriors to shoot so this is the thing that you know i said we disagree with we, we disagree, i disagree on is like hmm. don't you know like he lost to a team which was not better than him that team It's not like the Memphis Grizzlies is a great team. Like people keep saying, "Oh, yeah. Memphis Grizzlies," but they no, only no, say no, that absolutely. they only say that so that Steph looks good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Who's saying Memphis Grizzlies is a great team? The Steph fans or the the general people. It's like they're all arguing how well the team is, how well they are coached. It's like who is their coach? Taylor Jenkins. They didn't know the coach till the till they played against Steph. You know, like so. The point is, the Memphis Grizzlies is not a good team. Steph lost to that not so very good team. right and he had a similar record so that's my biggest like that's like the biggest uh, stamp on his on his legacy similarly like kawai's legacy has a stamp because of how he performed against nuggets last year okay the, the, the that one game no that, that one game that he could have like you know he 
I mean, he played really well that series. He, I think, he averaged like uh, almost 30 that that series. And but that last final game, that last final quarter or something, you told me that I did not even thought yes. about. it. He didn't score uh, like he what scored two points something like that. He didn't score. He didn't score a single point. He, he didn't score a single field goal in the last quarter. I think of game six and game seven. Like to, yeah. together, he might have had like two three points or something. So that that is a you know proper like dhappa on his slight. On his legacy, like you, he can't. It's just it the, way the they, same like, thing with uh, LeBron also. Same like with the 2011 LeBron. finals is Absolutely. the big thappa on him. Absolutely. The 2006 finals is a big thappa on uh, Dirk Nowitzki. And no, 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 no. 2006 finals I don't think is a thappa. Uh, the 2007 right? getting mauled by the Golden State Warriors, uh, we believe. Oh, okay, is that's the thappa. <laughs> 2006 was, was proper uh, ah, referee. I, I don't believe them. And like, uh, Dwayne Wade scored 34 points per no, game, but, man. Over the dude, things. but he took t- 25 uh, free throws. Ah, so what? Yeah. What? Like, uh, the amount of free throws... I, we should do one thing. We should have watched that game. We should watch that I game. I have watched that game many times. Because I'm even saying I that we should watch that game from a from no, no, the angle the th- perspective. The thing is, even I never believed when, like, when I saw the game, when I was seeing it live, I thought, okay, everything looks fine, you know, like... But then after that, like, you know, all these things came out. I was like, this is bullshit. So I watched it. I watched that finals two or three times. Not all the games because all the games were not rigged. But I think it was game game four and game six were rigged. Game six so, is the clinching one. The clinching one, yeah. And similarly, like, I think Kevin Durant's Thappa is, you know, maybe him going to the Warriors. Jumping ship. Yeah. Jumping ship. Uh, I don't know, Tim Duncan's. I don't know. I mean, Tim Duncan's, what, what could it be? Tim Duncan missing that layup was pretty... But that's one, but that's, I mean, he played really well that game. It's not like he missed one shot doesn't, is not a thappa. Missing one shot is not a thappa. Like, you have to perform either really bad. I mean, he was the highest scorer of that game. From Isn't that the only final series he has lost? Yes. They, what about losing in the first round to the Clippers in 2015? Clippers were a good team. It wasn't a shitty team. Oh man, like Clippers no, are the, the, a choking it, it, team. Thappa should be Thappa, man. It, had, it can't be like, you know... What, what is a Thappa then? Uh, yes, tell me, what is this Thappa? Thappa is when... It's a it disgrace, is an unex- right? Like you fail, unex- when you fail. When you fail, like, you know, no one expected Dirk Nowitzki's MVP that season. They had reached the finals the last year, right? They came back with vengeance. They defeated, I mean, it was a number one seed. And they lost against Golden State Warriors, which was like a... Wasn't like a great team. The only thing that, that, and this is again going back to a coach thing, the only reason they lost is because Don Nelson was the coach of the Golden State Warriors who knew exactly everything that Dirk would do and he killed Dirk with defense. Right? So, if you go to that uh, up all up in the smoke podcast, you know, both Matt Barnes and Stack were part of that team and they say like, we knew everything that Dirk was going to do. We knew when he was going to turn. We knew what step he was going to take. We knew when he was going to shoot. And all of this is because Don Nelson taught him all of that stuff. So, for us, it was to stop Dirk was super simple. And then there's no one else. I mean, in most of Dirk teams, it's just Dirk and there's no one else. There's just Dirk. There's just no one else. Uh, then who else is there? Uh, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this question, Vineet. I mean, obviously, you will realize that it's a trick question, but... Uh, who, who do you think was the top scorer in Game 6 of the 2011 NBA Finals? Which was the clinching game? Mm, the clinching game? I, is it Jason Terry? Yes, it is. Jason Terry was very good in the in the fourth quarter. Oh, he he was uh, he was talking to LeBron. He was like, oh, you very are good my in the fourth quarter. bitch. Yeah, oh, Jason was, Terry was possessed was, in that, that game. Like he was that possessed. Series, like, that series. Yeah, yeah. He was possessed. Like there was, he was just I, like. I'm going to and the Mavericks as well, man. Like I, I keep remember, I, I mean, I 
sometimes you know go on this thing and i'm like mavericks were the fourth quarter team in that entire series like there were a lot of series where they were especially in the oklahoma series which are probably was the closest series for them which is like even though the they beat them 4-1 like that was the series where each game could have gone there was not a i think the only the last game was probably a blowout each game could have in the last few minutes you know up, 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 up it was that kind of a series which is mad props to okc having those three players but uh, they were the fourth quarter team they did everything correct in the fourth quarter they didn't lead, let any lead bother them in the finals also game to 15 points with uh, uh, four or five minutes left they came back from that and imagine 15 points fourth quarter nba finals like how wasn't much, that the uh, the series the series where uh, he you know where dirk went to the line like 25 times or something that was the okc series game 1 he went uh, 21 uh, free throws he had in the in the game 1 he had total about 46 points something oh dirk in that uh, okc series was like nobody could stop him i mean nobody. i think you know when we when we were a part of the nba wala's whatsapp group i think kashik kashik or uh, karan said this is like no player has gone from you know has jumped levels by winning a championship as much as dirk you know like if dirk would not have won that championship you know it would have been he would have been like in the you know 30s or 40s but that just elevated like and also the way he won it you know it was what well, started with portland lakers okc and miami miami like, i mean lakers two time champion two time defending champion two time yes. defending champion lakers and the same OKC, team they came back with the same team yeah yeah, yeah. came back yeah, with the same exactly team. everyone everyone was there Bynum, Pau Gasol, everyone, everyone. Odom, everyone was there. And that's the, the the thing is that you know they had Dirk, right? And so technically, Paul, like all these top like big guys, would have stopped him, but they, no one had any. No, any they answer. could not stop him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody visualized this uh, Lakers getting swept. Mm. Yeah, they got oh, swept. Yeah, they right. got they got swept. <laughs> they got swept. That's true. All right, back to the playoffs now. So that that's the, that's, this time that is that is the definition of a thappa. Like I think Kobe's thappa would would be like the 2005-2006-2006-2007. No, when like he he basically kind of gave up on the team. They didn't make the playoffs. Oh, right? the six one, the player, the Phoenix Suns when they came back from three one down and beat Kobe's team. I I don't think anybody realizes that. You know what? Like that's a pretty thing. Uh, you you know there's this uh, Kobe's uh, uh, highlight, like one of his best plays where. Uh, Luke Walton gets the jump ball he goes and at the butter buzzer he hits a shot and wins the game like this. and then he does this yeah so that is the series where that game they won they won that game and it was 3-1 and they lost that series yeah yeah they lost that series yeah but but if you watch that thing like there's no nobody gives that little context that they were 3-1 up in that series and they lost and i don't think i don't think a lot of people don't know that like kobe haters definitely know that but uh, like Kobe fans really do, Kobe do fans are, that, you know, I mean are, they are uh, separately I mean it's just like Steph fans man it's just you know Steph but fans have, have but become Kobe my fans, question so. for you is have you graduated from being a Kobe fan you seem to have graduated a little bit into a more balanced No I mean I, I'm a Westbrook fan so I don't know if that's better or worse <laughs> But the thing with Westbrook is that I think that you can't be as blind faithed as Westbrook because Westbrook doesn't have the 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 jewelry So and someone said oh, it doesn't have it. but with with Kobe no, but yeah, I I I I've always uh, liked Westbrook I mean see like an NBA player probably at his peak he has 4 or 5 years where he has to be the best player to win or 
there has to be no one else better than him. Like LeBron has ruined it for a lot of people, but then Steph and KD ruined it for LeBron by you know teaming up and forming this unbelievable thing. So it it, it happens. I like I don't think anyone will think less. I mean, blog boys like us will be like, "Oh, Westbrook did not win a ring and all that," but he's done amazing things uh, through his uh, lifetime. Like he's done things that nobody will be able to do for a long time. Also, and and you know, come on, I mean, it's it, I understand. I as in, I understand that you need a team to win. He had good teams. He had the OKC well team, but even Kevin Durant did not win at OKC. So, and uh, then he had Paul George, but but why didn't he win OKC? The Kevin Durant. They were. I, I think they were just to <laughs> not uh, well. They no because he had uh, he had LeBron James on the other hand. I'm just saying that you know they had LeBron James on the other hand. LeBron James was like, no man, this, we have to win this year. Last year I lost, and they all blamed me. So I can't lose this year also. Yeah. I, I was a, yeah. That Miami good. team was very good. Yeah, very good defensively also, and LeBron would defend at those times, so mm. it was even more dangerous. Yeah, we need like I was uh, talking about. The fans have now are now back in the arenas. Uh, in some spare capacity, small capacity, they are separated and, you know, they are doing the thing. But fans are back. And when, when I see these uh, NBA playoffs, I'm like, my God, okay. Like, there's a sense of normalcy returning. We can hear fans. We can sense that. But uh, some unfortunate interactions have happened with the fans. We've yes. uh, had incidents of popcorn throwing, uh, spitting, spitting, abusing the family, heckling. Yes. Uh, not heckling, but like abusing the family and, you know, like uh, racist undertones and all that. Mm. Um Obviously, I don't think anyone will defend those actions. But uh, and and like Kyrie said, you know, this is not new. Like this has been happening. It's not uh, racist uh, chants in f- things are not. Boston, it's Boston not like oh my god. Uh, and, and it's not new. And uh, somehow Danny and just like I have never heard any of these things. Like Danny and you, why, Danny why and said he didn't hear anything. Danny and said. I have never heard any of these things ever in Boston Gardens and no player has ever come up to me and said that, you know, we are hearing these things. What I'm like Danny, Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge is what like am a, I supposed to... Danny Ainge is the... I mean, he's the worst, man. Like, he's like... He's like a t- stereotypical, like, American CEO. You know, it's just like... You can't believe anything he says. Mm-hmm. I mean, to for him to say... Be, being a Celtics player back in the day... And, yeah. you know, the, to say he has never heard of a racial slur in the Boston Garden is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, imagine Boston fans are so racist that Bill Russell, their, their biggest champion of all time, he said these people are racist, so I don't want to have because, my name up in the rafters. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <In your opinion. laughs> no, even, even look Anyways. at Larry Bird. Larry Bird doesn't associate himself mm. with Boston Celtics anymore. Yeah, he's Indiana mm. boy. Yeah, is it Indiana because of the racist he's, thing? Yeah, he's, he's never coached. I mean, I'm sure he would have, if he wanted to coach the Celtics, he would get a chance. But he said no. Mm. You know, he doesn't want to. So because the, the the crowd there is really racist. That's um, just the way Boston is. That's just the way Boston is. So for Dan, wow. Danny to say that is just such bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is like such a... A stupid privilege thing to say and be like no I have never heard it like that it doesn't happen anywhere that's ridiculous like Marcus Smart came out and said that yeah no Kyrie's right it happens it's isolated but it does happen it's not like you can never say that you know it doesn't happen we have heard uh, we've heard it when we are only playing so then imagine what would happen if you know the opposition is there yeah. So, uh, we didn't ha- have any incidents in Boston but uh, Utah the Mormon fans were up in arms they uh, gave it to Jamorant 
Uh, I mean, I think that's a nice series, but they gave it to him. Uh, Westbrook thing was absolutely disrespectful. I mean, I can't so, believe so that somebody I, thinks I, that they I, can I, do that. I, I disagree with that. I think the Trey Young thing, uh, like any body should. should no, I talk about. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Trey Young thing is. Yeah. True. That is uh, without doubt worse than what okay. they did to Westbrook. But both of them, I think, are just as bad. Maybe one is like little more. Okay, definitely spitting is uh, more than that. But spitting is again, like, like, like a different level than popcorn. But like, do you understand how this happens? Right, like he's walking and some person is like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna throw the popcorn down on him. How can you? I'm not condone. I'm not condoning. I'm just saying. No, no, I, I know, I know. I'm, I'm saying I know, that. I mean, it, this is Westbrook's reaction to that was a little too much, in my opinion. Right. One is because what is he going to do? Go fight them. He could have just been like, oh, what the hell? You know, like he could have complained or something. I don't know. I feel like he kind of overreacted to that whole thing with the, the way he was physically like he knew people would restrain him. Should have, but that's the reaction that you have. That's the reaction that you have. If somebody says something to you, you have a normal reaction. Later, you realize it's not like they would have let me go. I'm sure if five people can hold me back. I'm not going to do it. But mm-hmm. the reaction to when that happens is... Uh, it's a yeah, natural it's also, reaction. Yeah, it's right? also Westbrook. So, what do we expect? Right? Um, yeah, he, yeah, it's a natural reaction. I mean, see, the, there was this guy in Philly. Like, the Joel Embiid's first game. Uh, I, I remember this because I was watching it. Like, Joel Embiid's first game in the NBA. He was playing against OKC. And uh, Westbrook went for a drive. And this guy comes out and shows both of his middle fingers. I'm sure you've seen that uh, thing. And Westbrook mm-hmm. is like... Oh, at yeah. that point in time, Mm-mm. that like Westbrook is standing right next to him. If he had gotten mad, he could have gone and beaten him. Nobody would have stopped him. But he would not do that because it's not a overtly like it's not a disrespectful thing. Fans will show you the finger, sure, the finger yeah. fans will say all these things. But imagine if this guy was at a place where Westbrook was not aware that this was happening and somebody uh, throws something on you. You don't know what that something is. Like that he, is he could have spit in yeah. it and thrown it. You could have done. So, I mean, I don't think the reaction, but that Trey Young thing, though, I don't, I didn't, like nobody reported it then. Later on Twitter, somebody posted this uh, video of him spitting and you could see the spit. And in my head, one Seinfeld episode was playing. I don't know if you remember oh, that episode. Oh, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> I, like, I, where I, did the spit come from? The, yeah, they're all analyzing where the spit came from and who uh, spat it. Like, who, who was the. Yeah, yeah that was hilarious. So I, I thought somebody would give it back. And it was in the Madison Square Garden itself, right? No, no, no. It was in. I think it oh, was it a was baseball the, game. Baseball game. It was in the baseball game. Yeah. Either the Mets or the Knicks. One of those. Mets, Mets. Ah. He works for the Mets. Some Hernandez. What is that guy's name? Keith Hernandez. I mean, obviously we've heard all your thoughts. Well, about my, my him, thoughts but, uh, are that I feel like you yeah. know players should be used to it. Players should players. I I know that it's unfair on the players, but it's also like what are you going to do? You know you. Fans are going to be idiots, you know. Like, you can complain to the NBA. I think the the problem is that they they expect you know certain level of idiocy is fine, but uh, you should not be able to do, do anything you want because that is see they are only doing it because they are protected by some things. Like, don't do something that you're not willing to face the consequences for is what they're trying to say. Mm. Players are not going to come to the players are not going to come into the court and start beating. I mean, if you do that, you know. And that's a 2004 all over again. Yeah. yeah but nah, nah. the only reason the fan does any of those things because he knows that he's behind a safety bar and he knows that the security personnel will stop the NBA player for his protection because if he goes and hits them, he'll break their face because NBA players are like r- ridiculously strong. And uh, 
those those are just you know and, and civilian people uh, the way i look at it is basketball is a game right but they are getting paid to entertain just to just to, they are not getting paid to play basketball they are paid to getting paid to entertain the people right now similar sports like say wwf for example right fans say a lot of trash they have like you know all, and like the the wrestlers can go and beat them up but the wrestlers know that it's just fans they're doing their thing like you know there's no point in like you know why would a wrestler go and beat up a fan well i mean they're saying nasty things about the wrestler but the wrestler is an actor on stage no it's a theater it's not a they're not it's wrestling entertainment. it's entertainment Ah, but it's yeah. theater as in everyone is playing a character i understand that but i'm just saying that ah. but for the fan is just an it's I, i'm not right, fine let's more right i think i i have a little different uh, my my take is that the players it's not entertainment no, say okay see okay I, my take is this, when you say when you say when you say entertainment when you say entertainment you mean that entertainment means that there is an aspect of theater to it as in there's an aspect of pre-planned stuff to it basketball games are entertaining not because they are designed to be entertaining i mean that's how the league has made rules probably but not in the strictest sense of it being entertainment there is sports there is entertainment like sports like sports competitive sports entertainment like you know uh, movies and uh, podcasts obviously and in other things and then there is sports entertainment where you put a part of like you uh like wrestling especially like professional wrestling not the the wwf kind of wrestling where you see that they are athletic people doing athletic things but there is an element of pre-planned stuff to it so no th- uh, wrestler is going to like nobody really cares that much like you pl- that you know undertaker beats triple h or something like they might be like oh but it doesn't affect anything of that there's no betting on wrestling games because there is you know that the result is decided beforehand when you when russell westbrook comes and uh, tries to beat a joel embiid team philadelphia 76 team you are saying that i am better than you very objectively because i scored more points than you or i did this more than you there is a very clear part of that this is not pre planned we are we can bet on this because they are going to do their best of the uh, i mean uh, that's what i feel i mean you can't and uh, because i feel that the fans just fans should still be allowed to be close because i love that about the nba that if you have enough money you can sit court side you can see lebron like run right past you you can there is a chance that you know lebron might just fall onto you and kill you but that's different steph curry might hit a three point shot and land in your lap like there is that closeness is that we it should not be abused and i think the nba did the perfect thing i i think that's no, yeah, yeah, thing that they could have done yeah 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 agreed right the only thing they could have done that's ban these people let's not even talk about it too much it's obviously a condemnable life but uh, i just felt like you know you you sit at home for so long you are you're miserable everything is in your world has changed and then you get a chance to come out and this is what you do like it's just a sad uh, that way, day yeah. for humanity <laughs> yeah yeah no i agree i mean i agree on it i agree I on mean, everything yeah well this is a little disappointing that you agreed on everything but no fine. i disagree okay, i disagree thing. i disagree on the reaction of the player I think the players should be a little bit more calm. You know, they shouldn't like go and like ah, oh, you know, what the hell is happening and like the way Russell Westbrook was reacting, I thought was a little bit too much. I think he was probably the only person who realized what was happening to him. Trey Young did not realize Trae how much better. Yeah. And like and uh, uh, Jamoran's parents also like later on 
like he was playing in the game so later on i think he must have realized that something happened to him because we they shared a lot of photos of people having fun with jamuran's family and then you know sharing drinks and being like hey good 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 on you man and all that that was also there but obviously it's like they are like you know using words like boy and you know this and f and this and whatever. that is going to get more publicity obviously but uh, yeah like i said you know I, it's just sad because i could never think of doing that i would never do that but also we've been going through such a shitty one and a half years where we are not allowed to do anything we are just sitting inside our home looking at computer screens and this is all we have and we finally are because of science's revolutions we are finally able to get to a place where you know we are getting a little semblance of reality back and you could take that opportunity and go into something stupid like this that's all i'm just disappointed in the human race oh you needed this incident to be disappointed in the human race <laughs> i think this is this is like because we 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 all think that sports is a big deal right yeah. even though sports is just people running around doing things we still think of sports as wow what a great thing as a human achievement and all that so it was a little sad that you know this happened especially at a time when we are really not in a very great place okay last thing we need okay we have uh, one week has gone my question to you is which is the team which has surprised you the most in a good way which is the team that has surprised you the most in a bad way? uh i would say the team that surprised me the most in a good way is the bucks i think the way they have dominated the miami heat uh you know has been pretty i, I won't say surprised but it's like you know i did not expect this kind of domination um you know they're probably going to sweep the heat i did not expect that um uh, the team that i'm most disappointed obviously has to be the clippers um because i was picking them for winning the championship not winning the championship winning the west um uh, and the championship if the nets are not healthy so i'm a little disappointed that you know they came out the gates kind of bad but i was very happy with how they played the third game i think they did everything uh, almost correctly they had a strategy they executed kawai played great um so i think it's the strategy a, was obviously listen to the ball is bay live i mean obviously for sure for sure play play rondo that's the key uh, and uh, i mean we'll see man i mean i think uh, what about you who who are your uh, i mean uh, the, uh, i didn't want to say answer because you stole my uh, good surprise spot oh both uh, milwaukee no not not uh, the, the disappointment okay fine uh, you you've sang the praises of the milwaukee bucks so i'm not going to do that the team which has disappointed me is the lakers oh. and uh, it's it's a tie actually between lakers and nets because we were expecting a lakers versus nets final hmm. the nets have not dominated there is no way that they should be uh, the nets success should not be determined based on kyrie's point point output if kyrie is having a bad shooting day that like the nets are strong enough to go over it but again what has happened is they have been unable to unable to get away from a s- simple strategy of Jason Tatum being switched on to Kyrie that strategy cannot determine whether Brooklyn Nets win or not that is not a good way because this if the Brooklyn Nets do not win this year that is a huge uh, yeah thappa on thappa. all no, not not on Kyrie because Kyrie Kyrie, 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 Kyrie doesn't Kyrie doesn't have a non thappa he has all thappas ha exactly Kyrie is like oh, okay Kyrie no but James Harden definitely Kevin Durant even more and the Lakers because even though they won it doesn't it never felt like they 
are still in some sort of rhythm like it it can't consistently it makes it, it, what it seems to me is that they are winning because chris paul is injured hmm. because they've not been able to dominate the suns and that's that's not a good look i mean even though they, they'll take the series in 5 like worst case scenario 6 but uh, you know that's not a good way to start maybe they're trying to build up like we discussed on the pod today but it doesn't seem like that like they've not had incremental better games every like the first game was bad second game was better but third game was not you know they didn't really do anything special they uh, rode the wave and then you know like uh we'll sort of saunter off to a victory which is mm. which is not a good sign but milwaukee bucks man like oh i i don't know when i'm going to jump the ship and be like no nets milwaukee bucks but very very close to it and well, the, I mean, the milwaukee bucks that long i mean i think they both their series are going to get over in, in the, by the next week yeah, so, so it's going to be if, if things go well then the milwaukee bucks series might end tonight itself tonight on star sports so y'all check it out Okay, Vinith. With that question, we are ha- off to our special guest. Our guest for today is special for three reasons. This is his third visit on the pod. He is our first guest with a championship ring, and now he is also our first guest who is in the NBA Hoop Hall Hall of Fame. Please say a warm welcome to Nampaji, our guy, main man in Toronto. Nampaji, Satyakar, hey. how are you doing? Satyakar, Namaskar, Adab to everyone, and uh, good morning from Toronto. Ajay, uh, Hall of Fame. I think last time we talked to you, I think the um, the notice had come out that you know this was in the works. So I mean, I, I remember you were very excited about it. So now that has finally happened, you know, tell us. Uh, well, you know that they, I was informed on February the tenth, twenty twenty, and then they wanted to do this ceremony on. Uh, in september or 2020 but because of covid they yeah. kept on postponing and postponing and finally it happened on may the 15th this year mm-hmm. in springfields massachusetts in the best and the biggest building of basketball which is the hall of fame in springfield awesome that's i mean congr- i mean congratulations again uh, i think thank it's, you it's, very it's, much okay. It's not just yeah. congratulations to me. It congratulations to all of you. It's congratulations to all of the uh, basketball fans, not just the Raptors fans, and also to all of Indians and all the Sikhs around the world. Because I'm taking you all with me in that super fan gallery in Hall of Fame. Oh wow! Awesome. That is great. I mean, I hope I hope this Vinith and Ashwin Bal is great <laughs> in the in the game. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think I think my 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 question for you uh, is, you know, it, I think this is this class of the Hall of Fame is probably the most like elite class of all time. You know, you have three amazing amazing players yourself, Coach, uh, some uh, you know the, uh, Rudy, 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 yeah, Rudy. Yes. Uh, and so. does it make it a little bit a little bit more special about just because of just the class itself is so you know illustrious that because uh, i feel I like think, oh yeah what we need to saying is that because uh, players sort of expect like after they retire there's five years and then they know that some people know that they're going to be there i mean kg tim duncan kobe there's you know we all know that they're going to be there but for you yeah, yeah. just you know suddenly there like was, one day there was hey, let me let me tell you one thing as a fan as a fan of a particular team anywhere in the world mm-hmm. all you can dream is that one day our team is going to win and we will be able to celebrate after the championship but a fan 
cannot dream to be you know winning the uh, to be the grand marshal of the biggest sports parade in the history of any sports in this planet mm-hmm. which was happened which happened in raptors parade two and a half million people on the streets and seven seven million people watching on the digitally and on internet and oh, then wow. fan cannot dream to get a ring the players ring $80,000 it's not the amount which matters but mm-hmm. the players ring which Kawhi got which Laurie got which Ibaka got Gasol got Norm Powell got that's the same ring the Raptors decided to give it to me mm-hmm. that was the first time in the history of any sports and then on the top of that this year getting into the Hall of Fame I mean when they cut the ribbon there and they showed my gallery to me here I am looking at my jersey, the Raptor, my first superfan jersey. I'm looking at the chair, my A12 chair in yeah. the arena, my my replica of this ring, my bubble head, my basketball, and then I. What do I see? I see a turban with a red band. The turban I used during the Golden State Championship run. It's right there. And it's not there for a day or two. It's there forever. So, you know, that when I saw that, I was very emotional about it. And uh, I teared up and couldn't believe and thank the Almighty for all this. Like somebody on the ESPN, a reporter told me, now there is a billion to one shot for (laughs) making all these three things happen. And you know what? It did happen. Uh, So thank you very much. And... uh, you know, the love I'm getting from all over the world, you know, all over the world, England, Australia, New Zealand, uh, Malaysia, India, Pakistan, even everybody is so excited. And uh, I'm thankful to the almighty and to everyone for the love. Uh, did, did, did Isaiah Thomas call you and uh, congratulate because he's the one who originally gave you that nickname of Super? Well, Pan. let me tell you, let me tell you, Isaiah Thomas was at the Hall of Fame. Uh, he was there. And, yeah. uh, yes, okay, he was gee, there. He's yeah. a Hall of Famer himself. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, he hugged me. He said, "Now nah, I had my vaccination done. I need to hug you." <laughs> and he hugged me, and I said, uh, "You know." So he gave me some stories also. What was the pushback in nineteen ninety? Five. Eight. Eight. When Eight. when he made me the super fan, what was the pushback to him? He mm. was the president and general manager of the Raptors, but internally there was a pushback. He shared some stories with me, and the reporters were asking him that would you have given him a championship ring, and would you have given him the uh, uh, all this? And he said yes, yes, and yes, because <laughs> I knew. I mean, kudos to him. He changed my life in ninety eight, ninety nine by making a bold. You know, in front of all the white, black, and everybody, 30,000 fans there and giving me and making me the face of the Raptors. I think he was bold. He was visionary. And you know what? People are everywhere. You know, the Kobe, uh, 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 Shaq O'Neal was there. He was, uh, you know, uh, uh, Charles Barkley was there. Doc Rivers was there. All the, you know, big time Sam Cassell was there. Mm-hmm. All the big time Tim, uh, Tony Parker from San Antonio was there. Coach Popovich was there. You know, all these guys were there and I had a good time with them, you know, because as you know, I know everybody uh, uh, in the basketball league, you know, the NBA, even the opposing players, the opposing coaches and everybody, I know them because everybody knows I'm an addict of this basketball 
and yeah. they know that for 48 minutes i cheer on my team but before the game and after the game they are my brothers and i break the bread and roti with them so I, i'm just can you share some of the stories that isaiah told you about like what were the reservations people had at that time or is it uh, well first, well uh, do, do i i think there will be coming there is a a going to be a movie coming out which they are already oh. shooting uh, yeah it's a documentary wow. movie for 90 minutes and he will be talking in that i don't have the i haven't seen that yet but the people who are producing it it will be coming in september most probably is and it a movie uh, about you or about him yeah it's about it's a documentary on superfan wow oh wow wow yeah yeah so it shows me you know so but anyway very soon in 2 3 weeks you will be hearing more about it but i also want to make a comment to you that all these people are so excited not just the sikhs and the indians everywhere and one of the guy whom i was very touched by called me is the superstar mega star bollywood star salman khan really called you yes wow, i wow. called me i mean vince carter called me daniel marshall called me all the players ex players called me but bhai called me on uh, uh, just a day after i i was done and he he talked shera called first and talked to my daughter and then they called me back because they didn't have my right number and they called me and we talked for 25 minutes and wow. he was so proud he was so happy and uh, he said bhadiya sahab he calls me bhadiya sahab you know i did uh, i want to give you a little background i did his first international show in toronto and then i did couple of others so oh, you know oh, we have okay. a connection for last so many years because i was the first one to bring the bollywood to multiplexes in canada so oh. uh, I, and then i brought the first big show which happened you know in the biggest arena where michael jackson where uh, you know the big big american north american stars do their mm. show i did it there so bhai respects me a lot on that and you know we started talking of the old time things but it was so nice i just want to let you know that that superstar calling me and that touched me a lot that touched me a lot that bhai calling me and uh, i tell you thank you for all the love i want to tell to everybody through your media thank you everyone for the love you have showered on me uh, so uh, in terms of your like uh, what are your thoughts on like for the team or let's just talk about you know you're you're a big fan of the the raptors what do you think their next strategy should be for the next year and uh, what are your thoughts on that well as you all know this year was a very disappointing and correctly so because first of all we were playing 3000 miles away in yeah, tampa yeah. bay yeah. and we had and you know raptors is one team which feeds off the fan every mm. team feeds off the fan but mm. the raptors you know are used to that because we the raptors are, are fans are the best fans in in the league so you know we missed that plus we had some covid cases there were some cases in some games we had only seven players dressed up because mm. they were suffering from covid they were so it has been an unusual year it was a disappointing year but i believe coming this october i believe that the raptors are going to regroup and we have a lot of young talent in our team we are going to regroup and we are going to when they start playing in front of the arena in front of me you know i tell you because <laughs> i can guarantee them few games myself and uh, if you don't believe that just ask shaq o'neal ask uh, kevin garnett ask chris weber and ask yanis Greek the freak from <laughs> Milwaukee that how effective I can be yes yes plus this also <laughs> give give us some give us some uh, give us some like uh, raunchy well, what 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 do you tell yanis well you know <laughs> uh, uh, you know what everything what i say first of all 
is all with respect because every player knows that i love them mm. everybody knows that in the league the referees even when i argue with the referee on a call you know they know that i love basketball i'm not trying to insult them or disrespect them and the opposing coaches you know even doc river will say hey now come on man that was a right call so i argue with him because i sit next to the opposing bench and that's the yeah. purpose of me getting those seats because i said like with the uh, you know i used i remember one time sam mitchell was playing uh, he was with minnesota timberwolves mm. and he came and uh, he was shooting and i was saying sam your time is done man you should <laughs> you know you should retire you should retire <laughs> and and then during the game in the time what he comes he says man why are you picking on me if i retire what the what am i going to do i said you should coach and you know what he said ah. well get me a job with your raptors <laughs> guess what we got him a, co- <laughs> a job in the raptors you know that was our coach but <laughs> so you know what i mean this is the uh, like with kevin gardner mm-hmm. he was always upset with me when i was shooting he he used to he was the biggest complainer he was go to the referee and uh, he will tell them that hey, he's drunk and the referee will say man you don't know he doesn't drink at all <laughs> and uh, he, he will tell the referee will tell him man we thought that also initially but <laughs> let me tell you he he doesn't drink he doesn't smoke he doesn't womanize he only raptorize and that's what he's doing he's raptorize he only raptorize right <laughs> yeah yeah So no drinking no smoking no womanizing yeah no womanizing just raptorizing you know but i am an addict of the game and every player i mean the coaches even some of the coaches will tell you tell me that now you were a, you were a pain man when we used to come there even chris weber was there chris weber was there this time because he's uh, going to be a hall of famer this year in the next class and he was telling his wife he says you know this guy with the turban and beard in front of me he said he was terrible he used to pick <laughs> on me man he called me some name mother this you know <laughs> but he says oh man this guy was uh, too bad you know so you know but but they all love it you know so and you know what when the gallery i saw the next to gallery is a, a video it, it monitor and there is a 10 minutes uh, 10 minutes of a video of me mm-hmm. as a raptors fan and about few feet away is kobe bryant's gallery and you know i was pinching myself all the time for 3 hours i was there i was pinching pinching is this really happening you know but it's it's going to take some time to sink in you know while some uh, when i'm on the street or in a coffee shop somebody says hall of famer and i don't you know I, it doesn't <laughs> click to me yet but you know a lot of love there outside people are you know black white brown chinese everybody giving a lot of love I was awesome. saying you are the definition of home court advantage. Like you make sure oppositions can't shoot their free throws properly. You are in their ear. You are everywhere. Like it's impossible to ignore you. Like they might try. I'm to on their face. I'm on, on their, on their face. face. <laughs> yeah. And now we see, you know, slowly crowds are starting to come back into the NBA. Uh, we are hoping that you know next season when it starts, then the Raptors are in Toronto and everything you know goes well. Like people are vaccinated and people are able to feel basketball. Because even when we see the playoffs today, I was telling Vinay this also. it's as an indian it is really sad for me to see that there are people just across the, like you know two oceans who are able to do so many things and even if it's in a reduced capacity they are able to you know like be right next to the cheer for the favorite team have sports be a part of their life and here we are still you know struggling to like you know just make it through this thing we are just hoping for let's hope that the next day is not as bad as today so it's it's a shame but the thing is you guys you know uh, uh, there 
uh, I think, uh, declared the victory too soon. To and you were not prepared for the second and the second third minute. variant. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that's, you know, you didn't have to do the Kumbh Mela. You didn't have to do the political rallies. But, you know, it happened. And now we have to face it. And yeah, we have to it. face the consequences. You know, that tells you that it's, it's a bigger, a bigger uh, a challenger and enemy than what we originally thought. I'm talking about COVID-19. Mm -hmm. But let's fight together now. What's done is done. Let's the future. Let's fight it together and be prepared for any other variant which is going to come. I don't think it's going to be over uh, in the next few months. I think yeah. it's going to be the next year or so. But yes, it's right. It's good to see 14,000 people in Madison Square Garden mm. the other day. Yeah. And uh, I still hope that everybody wears the mask there. Mm. But again, who am I? But I think all those guys have been who are in the arena are they have both their vaccination I done. think so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Think so. I think yeah. New York also said that uh, like they'll make it mandatory that only people with max vaccinations can be given the thing which is also fine I mean you know you have to take care of yeah but I think we but I think we should still be very right. very precaution we yeah. take the precaution yeah. because this is the unknown you know mm -hmm. this is the unknown and for the next couple of years let's be very cautious about it and then our good time will come again and we can celebrate and do you know but i was surprised to see some of the weddings happening in india in march and all that with yeah, 500 yeah. people without no mask and anything yeah you know yeah I mean? I, I, yeah you know it was so and you you <coughs> you you these are the result of what you've shown you know and uh, so i i hope that we all all over the world we keep all taking precautions because covid has no boundaries you know mm -hmm. that this is india this is china this yeah, is they, are, they are all so and we got to fight together as a human team yes. uh so Pazi, you know you said that everybody uh you know uh, lo really loves you that you got the hall of fame except for one person who has publicly you know gone on all the channels and said that you should not not that you shouldn't have won it but uh, the nba shouldn't give this award and if, if the NBA had to give this award, they had to give it to like Spike Lee or someone else. Mm -hmm. So Stephen A. Smith is this is this is this person who's a very famous person, uh, TV personality in NBA. So uh, did you hear his comments? And if you did, then of you know. Of course uh, I what, did. What I, I did, and and I, I in my Instagram, if you see it, I sent him right after. I sent him a oh. big hug. I sent him <laughs> a big hug. You know, hey, it's a free. You know what? It's a freedom of speech. He can say it. he's a very uh, you know. Uh, uh, he's a sports uh, an analysis, mm -hmm. and that's his view. We should respect that. Whatever his view is, he has the right to express his views. But right after that, ESPN, which is a bigger, bigger uh, format, and what did they do? They said the, this is justified in a way because fans are the big part of his sports. And that's true. If there's no fans, what is the sport? Mm -hmm. right. Tell me that. What is the sport? So he doesn't understand that they have created a separate gallery to honor the fan. And I am the first one to be honored. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's up to the committee. There is a committee of 10 big people who are in the basketball who decide that. And yes, maybe Spike Lee was one of the other members. Jack Nicholson was the other. You know, these are the big time <laughs> people. And then a little guy from India, Canadian Indian, you know, gets into it. That's what they must have seen few things in it. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, but I'm okay with him to say his views. It's all right. I'm okay mm -hmm. with it. And I, I think sooner or later, I have a feeling that he's going to change his remarks. You're going to change his remarks? Okay. Of course, uh, in this way, you cannot say that reporters cannot get it. 
into that the uh, you know the the, the announcers the, cannot uh, get it announcers cannot get it nah, announcers yeah. are there in a, you know yeah but nah, this yeah. is a separate gallery for and i bet you one thing you will see the other sports also coming up and starting this super fan gallery so you, it might you're be like a football. pioneer it might, yeah it might well nba is a leading you know nba is yeah, always takes the true. lead Best. nba is always on the nba i'm so proud of the nba and the hall of fame they are always on the right side of the causes the mm-hmm. so social causes and you know they take the lead so who was the first uh, league to stop playing during the covid nba yeah. which was the first one cause uh, first league to support the movement black lives yeah. matter it was yeah. the nba you know so they are always on the right i'm proud of them man i i'm proud of my league nba and mm-hmm. i think very soon you're going to see a, another thing uh, installed in all hall of fame for cricket hall of fame you know the fans are going to be done so i'm happy that i've been able to sort of be the first one and wave the pay uh, the door for everybody to be in there Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, so, awesome. what I when when uh, Stephen A. Smith is this, I think I, I, either I was talking to Vinita or someone else. I was thinking that you know we, there are certain rules that are that can be changed. It doesn't really you know destroy the fabric of the sport. It's not like uh, yeah. destroying everything. Like especially the NBA, which has a which has rules which make so much sense in this modern world. The the sport is nothing without uh, fans, and I'm sure there are a lot of player, lot of people who have picked up the sport because it became famous in. Canada. I think last time when you came, you told told us about how much Vince Carter shaped the revolution of basketball in in, uh, in Canada, right? In Toronto, in Canada, in of Canada. course. And now Canada. And has you know so what? Vince, Vince Carter. Yes, and yeah. Vince Carter and his family were the first one. While I was in the Hall of Fame, going through it, I first first uh, text was coming from the Carter family that we are over the moon. All this thing <laughs> happening. Nice. So you know, this is all. Uh, This is hey Rudy Rudy mm-hmm. coach Rudy came Rudy to T. me and yeah. said I'm so proud of yeah Rudy T came and said I'm so proud of it his wife was crying during my speech wow. so you know this is okay so one person doesn't make a difference that's the beauty of democracy and free speech that Absolutely. you can say Absolutely. and it's okay you know Absolutely. it's a, it's all right we should we should respect that. Uh, one last question, Ashwin. If you don't, have yeah, no, any. please, please, please go for it. Uh, okay, so you know uh, there have been a lot of uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, but there's a lot of like new and upcoming leagues, basketball leagues in India. Uh, you know, there's a three-on-three uh, basketball league, and I think there are some celebrities that have started a streetball league. Have yeah. you ever thought of maybe uh, buying a buy? Not I wouldn't say starting a league, but kind of buying a team, uh, being a owner in India, uh, and. Well, uh, Have you thought of it? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you have been passed around a couple of business proposals. Uh, about well, right now, right, you know, right now I am. Uh, when NBA starts, that something NBA just started a league in uh, Africa. Africa, now. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So you know, when they start something in India through NBA, then I'm going to be involved. I'm. I'm in touch with NBA India all the time. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, right now, my my thing is my my. Uh, internal feeling is that i want to support somebody from india who's uh, who can be a, in the nba who can be an all star in the nba and i want to make sure i want to start something sooner than later and i think we have this one kid prince paul singh who yes. is now here and uh, we want to support him in the training and all that because it would be good to see my countryman my from my motherland you know mm-hmm. to be playing in the nba and be also a, a all star you yeah. know so 
I'm going. I'm working on that, and we will be just you know uh, moving forward with that. But I want to work with the kids. That's what I want to do. I want to make the basketball not through uh, you know, and it's good. I congratulate the people who are doing because that helps the basketball to be popular there. Absolutely. But I believe that the kids there have to be inspired, and I think Reliance is doing a good job in that. Maybe they have to step it up a little more. Mm-hmm. I think COVID has a uh, sort of been a blocking. Yeah. Uh, uh blocking all these growth right now mm-hmm. and once it is over i think i think india is ready for basketball and why not because it's the best, best sport on this planet it it's the most entertaining sports on the planet and it's the fastest sports on this planet i, I agree 100% all right i i think that's pretty much it from our end thank you very much stay safe that was uh, navpaji talking to us about his hoop hall experience what a great talk man like uh, he what a life he's lived like especially that thing you said about you know a billion to one chance of this happening he getting the becoming super fan becoming the uh, getting the players ring and getting into the hoop hall of fame i don't think anybody could have predicted this what a journey is like amazing oh, i mean amazing. I, i was yeah. i'm genuinely happy for him i'm genuinely happy for him because it is something that we fans only dream of like it, it really is and uh, I didn't know we could dream of it also that's the exactly. brilliant part like yeah. I didn't think that we could, there was a chance that this could happen and also like you know he he like you know the raptors won he was able to like lead the la- rally like if you if you could lead the rally of the OKC I mean I mean come on if I could if I could lead a rally for spurs I mean I'm done you know so pack my bags dig my grave go into it for the coffee <laughs> Like it's not getting any better let me go <laughs> yeah that's so true, that's I, i think true. i think yeah. i'm very happy for him um and he's generally a nice person uh, overall i think uh, yeah boys and girls ladies and gentlemen please uh, that's the podcast for today we had a lot of fun i hope you did if you do if you are listening to this for the first time please go hit follow subscribe or whatever it is that on the podcast that you are listening the platform that you're listening at go check it out and uh, yeah that's it uh, follow us on instagram we do a live every day of the playoffs uh, so catch us after the games are done catch us on our ig the addresses are here please check it out and let us know what you want us to do more and uh, till then next week or whenever it is we'll see you bye bye take care say bye with you guys thank you for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it To stay updated on news, reviews, and interviews about the NBA, follow us at Ball Is Bay Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Search for Ball Is Bay Podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify, and subscribe to our podcast to get the next episode as soon as it is released. Have a wonderful day ahead, and see you all soon on the Ball Is Bay Podcast, the largest NBA podcast in an Indian accent.